Welcome to Occasionally Awesome. I'm Nick Youssef. I'm Kevin Christie. This is our Max Greenfield episode, Pretty dude. Pretty guys. This is an exciting one. Pretty big. Yeah. This is, I don't think Max does a lot of podcasts. I don't know that he's done any others. I'm not sure. Let's just go ahead and say this was his first podcast, and yeah. this is the only one he'll ever do. I'm going to say that right now. Yeah. That may be a lie. He signed a contract with us. An exclusive contract. You can see him on Fox's New Girl. He's Schmidt. And on Occasionally Awesome. Yep. Yeah. That's it. And then we'll maybe we'll talk about allowing him to do other stuff. Max is a great <laughs> dude. I've known him for a long time. He's hilarious. He's a sweetheart. He's a great father. He's a great husband. He's a hilarious actor. So funny. Just a good dude. He was one of those guys. Like, I met him through you. Right. Like, a four or five years ago or something. We right. were all in an acting class together. Yep. He's, uh... So he's one of those like because I just had taken an acting class. I was like, oh, I'm gonna learn. You know, it's my first one, and I watched him, and I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, I quit. This guy's too good. <laughs> this, he's just he's just fucking so good. A talented dude. Yeah, he's one of those like guys who's so good. He's been he's been at it a while, man, and he's like he's successful now. He really, uh, he, Max really. I mean, for my money, Max really earned it. Hung oh, in dude. There, yeah. Didn't let himself get bitter. Worked his ass off. Everyone yeah. likes him. It just like. He just went in there and did his job, and now it's paying off. And it's to for to be his friend and see it is awesome. It's really cool. Yeah, it's very exciting. Yeah. yeah. So we get into that in the episode. We pretty much we talk about um, the show, how it is like for him to now be like a like a famous guy. He's yeah, he's like famous. Weird. People know him as like as that character from the show, not yep. the guy from New. They know him as Schmidt, or by his like real name, which is like a sign that you're now yep. like. You're a famous guy when yeah. they know your actual name. It's weird. Yeah, it's cool. It's we very cool. about being a dad. He's obsessed with CrossFit. Which oh, is big so time. so annoying. It's so annoying. <laughs> <laughs> we talk a lot about working out. He gives me a real hard time. Yeah. About my ugly body. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, but yeah, it's all around. If you like him, you will like this because you, you get to see under the hood of that hot car. Yeah. And he's <laughs> only going to get... He's only going to get more and yeah. more successful, man. It's like a, it's one of those when he got on that show, you're like, it's about goddamn time. Oh, it's done. He's yeah. been tapped. They, the, everyone knows he's there now, and they're like, oh, we want that. Yeah. I felt like I finally got on a sitcom when he got on there. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, we did it. Yeah, we, made we it. did it. We made it together. It was like that. Yeah. yeah. We're very happy for him. And it was a fun episode. We're glad he was on. And he said he wants to come back on. Right. And we're holding him to that. Yeah, I'll make him. Yeah, he'll do it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's going to be the episode. Um, today is uh, Halloween, man. Ooh. It's October 31st. Uh, we don't have costumes on. Are you okay with that? Yeah, I don't. I'm, I'm 36 years old, bro. Have, when was the last time you dressed up for Halloween? I don't. I, don't, I can't. I honestly can't even remember. Wow. Yeah. I did it like through teenage years, and then I stopped for like. Oh, first half of my 20s and then it was one of those like with Disneyland where all of a sudden you're like hey this is cool yeah will you get into it again I got into Halloween again okay and then I dressed up a few years went to parties did the whole thing do you and your girl do like a couple thing no I've never done that with any girl I'm I've not dated. mad at that I think that's kind of funny yeah I it can no it can be great I like when someone's like Barbie and Ken I can get behind that a lot of times it's like American Gothic yeah yeah 
A lot of times it's just been last minute stuff with friends where it's like the 28th and you're like, oh, shit, dude, let's, that's a good idea. Let's do it. And you just throw it together and go to a party, have fun. Yeah. But I haven't done it like the last two years just because I'm not even putting that much thought into why. I'm just like, I just don't feel like it and I'm not going to have a problem with that. Right. I'm just going to stay home and watch maybe some scary movies. Yeah. And then just I got to hand out candy. Otherwise, my house going to get egged or at least going to put out a candy bowl. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's what happens when you're a homeowner. You got to deal with trick or treaters. If you don't put out candy, they will egg your shit. If you live in an apartment, no one even comes close. Nope. Um, so it's Halloween. It's October thirty first. Uh, hopefully, you're listening to this before eight p.m. of this day, because uh, if you are, get your ass down to the UCB, UCB Theater in, in Los, Los Angeles. Angeles. Me and Nick, Natasha Legero, other comedians, come have fun it'll be a fun show yeah it'll be a fun show and you got time to go out after if you got a halloween party yeah come watch laugh put yourself in a good mood don't drink and drive ever but especially tonight you don't oh, want to yeah. run over someone in a costume that makes it sadder oh yeah Eesh. the last good. thing you want to see is like a, a a slutty chicken dead or, on the yeah. road a bloody Buzz Lightyear. Yeah, <laughs> not good. No bueno. That's gonna horrify the children. Yeah, you know what I mean. That, man. We don't want that. No. Uh, you know what we do want is for you guys to continue listening to our podcast. Very good. Where transition. can we find our podcast, Kevin? I uh, forgot. Find Please tell me. On the All Things Comedy <laughs> Network. That's allthingscomedy.com, which is our excellent network that we're very proud to be on. Lots of great podcasts on there. You should check out all of them. Uh, we're also on SoundCloud, which is what links to All Things Comedy, but you can also just find us on SoundCloud. We're also on iTunes. Mm-hmm. Um, we're, I mean, look, Google us, stuff happens. Yeah. So you can find us on all those things. But uh, for reals, check out All Things Comedy. It's dope. If you're going to Google us, uh, make sure you spell occasionally properly. Uh, we, we still kind of don't know how to spell occasionally. Uh, I'm going to guess, correct me if I'm wrong, O-C-C. Two C's, one S. A-S-I-O-N-A-L-L-Y. Yeah. Occasionally. Two C's, one S, two L's. If it's one thing you're going to learn from this podcast, it's how to spell occasionally. Not restaurant, but yeah. occasionally. I don't even want to start nope. with restaurant. Nope. Rest? Stop. Rant. Tower. There's like a There's like there's a chorus. Hour. There. Yeah. A- the word Tyrannosaurus is hidden in is the word <laughs> restaurant. <laughs> Rest Tyrannosaurus yep. rant. And Nick, what's your Twitter? <laughs> My Twitter is at uh, Nick Youssef, N-I-C-K-Y-O-U-S-S-E-F. What's mine? Yours is uh, Kevin G. Christie. That's Who important. Who has more followers? I think, uh, <laughs> not I think, I know you have more followers. Yeah. You son of a bitch. Yeah, uh, you got about five, I would say 5,000 more followers. Well, you motherfucker. 5,000 <laughs> times funnier. <laughs> I don't think it works. It wouldn't be 5,000 times. No, it's probably like 1%. <laughs> yeah, it's, I don't know what the math would be on that. 10,000 to 15,000? Yeah, Who knows? Um, Kevin G. Christie, though. Yeah, the G is important. Yeah, Christie with a T-Y. With a T-Y. Kevin G. Christie on Twitter. Yeah, hit us up on there. Uh, contact at com if you want to send me links to shit or email me about some stuff. Let's talk. Let's be pals. Okay. Um, and then tomorrow... Uh, the 1st of November, I'm at Calusa Casino, which is in the Bay Area, east of the Bay Area. It's like near Sacramento. I'm up there with Bobby Lee. One show, one night only, 8 p.m. Come out. It'll be fun. It's at a casino, so you can gamble your ass off. Uh, but don't if you have a problem. Get help. <laughs> don't ruin. Don't throw your life away if you have a gambling problem. Don't drive problem. drunk to gamble compulsively. <laughs> um, and then... Um, and and we want to thank you for listening, of course. Yeah, seriously. We appreciate it, man. Your subscriptions, your your downloads, your streaming, 
your just when you tweet at us and be like, "Hey, great job!" That's that shit's awesome. You know, it's uh, especially on fucking Twitter where it's just like internet trolls saying bullshit. <laughs> hey, yeah. fuck you! Yeah. Like someone listened to the the episode we were on Ari's mm-hmm. the we did fashion talk on yeah. Ari Shafir's, and some dude you know tweets something like, "Oh yeah, you you had to ruin Ari's podcast and start your own assholes." I'm like, you have nothing in your life. In, yeah, come on. Yeah. So when you guys tweet nice stuff, um, that's great. You're setting an example. Keep doing it. Yeah. Uh, and enjoy this episode of Occasionally Awesome with the awesome, all-around awesome human being, actor, father, husband, Max Greenfield. Max. Tell me about how you can't have good food. Are we going? <laughs> we might be on. Yeah, we could. This could easily be. We like to just surprise. We like to just like start and not tell the guests. Welcome to Occasionally Awesome with Kevin Christie and Nick Youssef. Today we have a guest. His name is Max Greenfield. Who? Max Greenfield. What? He, you may know him as Schmidt on New Girl. Yeah, you fucking Which is do. a highly overrated comedy on the Fox Network. <laughs> uh, Max and I are friends in real life. And he's one of my favorite people. Hi, Max. How you doing, Kevin? <laughs> For an hour, you just do that voice. <laughs> That's my radio voice. That's your radio voice. Isn't that how you're supposed to do it? Right? I don't. Where this I'm is- doing great. <laughs> <laughs> You've done. Ra- there's no way you haven't done a lot of radio at this point. I'm then. nervous. <laughs> there's no way you talk like that when you've done actual radio <sighs> interviews. Oh man, I want to talk. But now you have time. to do that for talk- every radio interview. <laughs> I want to talk like this the whole time. <laughs> like a like a like a hyped up lizard. <laughs> wow! Uh, my dad was really hard on me as a kid. <laughs> 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 what do you are you do you have preconceived notions? I'm gonna put, hold on, I want to put my phone on the table. I'm gonna put it on leave it on vibrate, but if it if it starts to vibrate, then I'm gonna announce that I got a phone call and is it a, someone's calling me. Is it cause you're you're at a stage in the in the business of show business where you could have a showbiz emergency. That's right. You could, you could get a call dive any, out the window. Yeah. Anytime yeah. your phone could buzz and it could be like Weinstein wants you in fifteen minutes and you gotta I have, go. I have different uh Anyone who I meet in, in, in the biz, showbiz, right. I've put them into my phone as showbiz one, showbiz yeah. two, showbiz, showbiz two. three. It's I like levels of importance. Nice I, I have so many showbiz numbers in there. <laughs> every time I answer it, I'm always surprised at which showbiz it is. Do you have Gwyneth Paltrow's phone number at this point? No. Because she's emailed you. I have her email address. Wow. But I just, I, mean, I, I typed it in. Uh, she's her number right now. So it'll come up and it'll say, You have an email from Showbiz 13. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> she's 13. I think she'd be higher. Well, there, I just, I had accumulated just order. 12 other Showbiz. Yeah, so like I could be oh, Showbiz 5 or something? You're Kevin. Yeah, I, you're I just Kevin. Because yeah. I got, I've known you Nick, before you're Showbiz you're famous. 71. Yes! I knew you way before <laughs> you were famous. You're actually famous now. We, were, we had Renazizi on last week. He's. Ha- he's like famous. He's famous-ish. You're fucking famous. People know your name and your face. I realized that, that one day when I, I talked to a friend of mine in like New York who yeah. d- doesn't have any involvement in entertainment, doesn't really know a lot of comedians or actors and stuff, and then I brought your name up. I don't know how. I just mentioned it, and she goes, uh, she goes, oh, Max who? And I was like, Max Greenfield. She's like, from your girl? 
And she like had a moment about it, and I was like, "Oh wow, you're a part of the cultural zeitgeist." It feels it's cool. cool. Being, uh, part of you know, I'm a pop star. <laughs> you're like you're like Korean, Bieber, Korean pop singer. Yeah, every yeah. once in a while, you know, you'll be out. Uh, in L.A., it doesn't happen, but you'll you know, if you're in another city, New York sometimes too, especially right. uh, at night if you're in a big crowd, some things can go down, and you go, "Oh, oh. and so you realize that you could, you could quite literally <laughs> finger all the ladies. And no one would be pissed. <laughs> you could just people you could, would applaud you. Could you. Pull your hands out like two guns out of holsters and be like, "Hey, let's get the finger party started." I'm so scared that that's going to happen. Sometimes I'll just cuff myself. <laughs> Do you think? Has anyone asked you to sign their body? No, really? I'm, I'm never. I'm not. I don't go out all that much. And if and if yeah. I am out, I usually am with my daughter, who's three. Uh-huh. Yeah. So and and I have to say, people are really respectful of that. Yeah, that's good. No Leave one, the man alone. Yeah. Yeah, during family time, not a lot. I was on vacation recently, and I was like, you know, my daughter can't quite swim yet. And we're in the pool, and... uh, She take a shit. And did she? (laughs) Mm -hmm. Was that embarrassing? Swim diapers. (laughs) No, she's good. She she says, Dad, I gotta, gotta, you know... Yeah, she's older. I gotta go poo-poo, and then we'll go to the toilet. She talks like a normal person. What do you think, man? You know She talks like a normal human being. Yeah. She's more or less an adult at this point. Yeah, like, I've talked to her a lot, and she's I don't really, find myself talking down to her at all. Yeah, no, she's real into, like, uh, right now, she'll, if she has to go poo-poo, she'll say, uh, I have to go poo-poo. And I'm like, you know where the bathroom is? And she goes, I know. And then sometimes, <laughs> just to make sure I'll go over there, and I'll, I'll just make sure everything's going okay. And, like, last night, I went over to her, I go, are you okay in here? And she goes, yeah, I'm just making a poo-poo. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. And she goes, so I need my privacy. That's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> yeah, she says really funny things. She's the funny. You you don't think you're gonna have this experience when you have a child, but at some point they become the funniest person you know. And yeah, everything's nothing is as funny. Right. Literally. Louis C.K. talked about that. How the only jokes he laughs at are his kids' jokes because they he sees every other kind of joke coming, and his kids' joke doesn't make any sense, and they make him laugh. They're hysterically. the best. They're the best. They're, she's the funniest human being I've ever met in my life. <laughs> I cannot like I'll watch television now. I'm just like this is just this is garbage. Dumbest. I find myself on the show and in and sometimes if I'm doing a bit or you know if, whatever we're, whatever I'm, if I'm asked to do some sort of bit, I will look for moments to kind of throw in some of my daughter's material. And and Tina Fey said she gets a lot of the lines she gave to Tracy Morgan from her daughter. Yeah, I read that one. The most romantic part of the body is the butt. That's from her daughter. I want to go to there. I want to go to there. Yeah, yeah. But the most romantic part of the body is the butt. It's got to be a perfect. She was like, "Oh, that goes to Tracy." It goes. I Tina Fey joke thief. Yeah. (laughs) Anytime that I'm asked to dance, it's all my daughter's moves. I've danced a lot with your daughter. Mm -hmm. Serious dance. When I go to your house, there's a man. At some point during the evening, there's a mandatory dance party with your daughter every (laughs) time. Every time she rules, dude. Yeah, she's she's really funny. I feel like that's the best. You got famous in the best way because you already had a wife, you already had a kid, so you weren't you didn't make any of the mistakes that a lot of guys. If you were single and all of a sudden you got this famous, it would have been a disaster area. Yeah, I would not have been able to handle it. No, at all. Because yeah, how would you meet a girl and know just key bumps and stuff? You would have been doing blow off things. Kevin yeah. at Sky Bar, meet me. It yeah, dude, awful. my new nineteen year old model girlfriend. You're like, oh really? Yeah. Cool. Also, is, is she me- smart? <laughs> Comedically though, like I feel like my my only goal is to try and make my wife laugh, 
which you know, you know my She's wife. She's a well. hard laugh. Oh my god, nothing I do makes her laugh, and I'll never. She once told me my career was nowheresville. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> she once told me she owned me. Yeah, she once. <laughs> you do what I say. I own you. She once told like, me, Sorry. "Don't f- make me look stupid." I talked you up like crazy. I'm not going to look like a fucking idiot in here. <laughs> That's right. That's awesome. <laughs> That's right. Um, How often do you make her laugh? Well, so I've never I had seen done it. a full season of New Girl. Mm-hmm. It had fully. I, I'm, I believe it had fully aired. Right. Um, Mind you, this is not something that I like to talk about all that often. It makes me more uncomfortable than you could probably ever imagine. Right. I was nominated for an Emmy Award. You were. I was very excited. And and super awesome. That was so weird to me. And the only reason I say these things is this. She then watched an episode of NTSF SDVU. Right. Paul Shear show. Yeah. I love. Wonderful show. Um, And I... Went and did that show about a week after we had wrapped the first season, and I thought it would be fun to do an odd accent on here. And I, <laughs> and I, I can't really do an English accent, and I can't really do an Australian <laughs> accent, because when I try to do either one, they kind of intertwine. Right. And sometimes it'll slip into Australia, and then sometimes it'll slip into, into British, and it's very funny to me. Um, but so I pitched that to him. I go, listen, I think this character should have that. So I did it. And then I got a little nervous about it while I was doing it. And then afterwards, I was like, man, that might have been a mistake. So then we watched the episode. Me and my wife, I go, you should, you should check this out. It might be a disaster. It could be funny, but we should watch it. Right. We watched it. I thought what they did with it, how they cut it together, the whole thing was so silly and so just fun and brilliant. And I, I loved it. Having said that, my wife watched it. And as soon as the credits started to roll, she looked at me and she went, well, now that's funny. <laughs> and it made me think, you've, I know you've seen every episode of New Girl. Yeah. Never a reaction. Yeah. Sometimes, <laughs> But it was like, oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> that was rough. Like as if like a finally. Yeah, finally, yeah, finally. did it. Yeah, maybe you should show this to your fans and show them, the, show them how you've been fooling them this whole time. <laughs> like you get a copy of that with every season in your girl. I've noticed that, that you, because sometimes you'll call me and you'll be like, hey, I have to do this thing today. What's, what's a really stupid idea? <laughs> that that's normally, I find that that seems to be your approach. Like, what's the dumbest thing I can do in this scene? And that usually is what you find the funniest. Yeah. That's probably, that's probably my approach. I did a dramatic film this summer. Uh, and? and uh, yeah. I tried to take that approach. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> that was the wrong move. What's the dumbest way to murder this person? Yeah. <laughs> was a really silly way to it murder this It was about like, suicide and stuff, and it was real heavy. It was a really great cast, it was, it was, and it was an interesting experience. But, man... Approaching some of these scenes from yeah, kind of that point, I realized how much I do that. Yeah, when I was doing this movie, I was like, hmm, I should not mispronounce that word. <laughs> I don't think I don't think, me, I don't think that's gonna play. You told me about like a scene in your show where like you had to say the word subtle or something, and you just kept going subtle and over and over again, and finally one of the writers was like, hey, are you gonna? 
Are you going to say it oh, right? My favorite note on set, and I get this. <laughs> if I don't get this once in a... I have a, there's a couple notes that I love. Um, <laughs> and I often get these where three to four takes in. Um, my, the, fa- the best delivery of the note comes from one of our executive producers, uh, Brett Bear. And Brett will walk in and he'll say to me, Hey, Max, um, can we just do one take um, where... I, you're more of a normal person. <laughs> <laughs> but that's not what you're doing. That's well, not what you're supposed to be doing. Let me tell you something. If I get that note, I know that I'm doing well. <laughs> I know that I'm nailing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Sometimes uh, we have other people on the show who will walk in, hey, can we just do one take that's a little straighter? And I'll say straighter as in like put nothing on it or straighter as in like uh, not as flamboyant. <laughs> right. And they'll go, probably a little bit of both. And I'll go, hmm, nailing it. Nailing it. <laughs> and then do you like take it up another notch after that? Or do you just do I it? St- I try to start at uh, an eight. Yeah. And then on, on the sec- once I've gotten the words out, then go to an 11 and yeah. keep pushing that until somebody comes in and goes, please be a normal person. <laughs> but that, to me, is when it's interesting. Because yeah. I feel like... What happens on a set that you think is funny isn't actually funny because the people there laughing at it, they laugh because they're all in the same room. But the screen flattens everything, and when you watch it at home, it's got to be a real wackadoo moment for it to come across. I think also, you know, they have asked on our show Zoe and Jake specifically to kind of... they will they will very specifically pull them back in moments because I think they are more of the heartbeat of the show and yeah they're the humans and you're not yeah and I, but I think that's the dynamic that any show kind of needs is that you need someone to ground it and then you need a maniac to like Will and Grace was always one of my favorite shows and I think you know Eric, the best episodes of that show are unbelievable yeah and you know Eric McCormick so often would ground Sean yeah who. Just went off the just wall. I love how Sean was constantly calling him fat. <laughs> There's so many great things. He's about constantly that show. calling him fat. But that's what that dynamic was, and that's why it worked, and that's why it was a very interesting foursome, where you'd have Eric and Deborah Messing, who could be big comedy, but uh, for the most part, were asked to have them, or at least in most episodes, would have moments of real grounded. Real life drama. I always thought Deborah Messing is one of the more underrated people, especially She's on that show. Brilliant. She show. can do a lot of stuff. Well, you had a very interesting group of people on that show who just—they uh, were murderers. Yeah, they really. Every one of them could have been the star of their own show. Yeah, it was an insane group of people. It was murderers row. Do you still feel like a dirt person, even when you're around all these fancy people? What do you mean by? What does that mean, dirt well, person? Like a dirt person is the wrong way to go. Although I know what you're trying to say. Yeah. <laughs> just like what the you know how because you like a you talked to me about going to the Emmys and just all these fancy ass famous people were like hey man I love you you're great there are certain people that you you, you know it's, it's really flattering because you go from first of all you know I had one of those experiences where I went from and you know this we used to hang out both of you guys know this we yeah. used to hang out when I was like auditioning for guest stars in NCIS you were yeah, I you remember begged that, yeah. our friend Todd, yeah. for a writer's assistant job, yeah, a year before New Girl, because you Months just need, because you just needed to work, because you had a kid, yeah, and you needed a job, and you were like, I'll do anything. I needed a steady job, yeah, and you needed a job, and in and uh, around that time too, I mean, I was just auditioning for guest star roles, so it's like going from there to 
immediately jumping into New Girl and kind of the people that surrounded that show with Jay Kasdan and Zoe and mm-hmm. kind of and Jake had already been in like a, a very interesting crew with like Joan Hill and Mike Sarah and those guys so he was kind of in that group yeah ish I mean he, he was on the outskirts to an extent but he was in that group I didn't know any of these people yeah um so to be kind of thrust into that universe and then all of a sudden you're like going to birthday parties and Ed Helms is coming up to you going, yeah. hey man, you're really lovely on that show. And I was like, oh God, it's Ed Helms. I mean, you were asking me like, hey man, I need, how do you get commercials? I was like, well, this yeah. is not a conversation we should be having. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I, and I, I saw, you know, I always felt that you were going to do very great. You were always very close to big jobs, which I always think is a harder thing. When you were going out for like leads of shows, those jobs are way harder to get. So you would be like the guy the whole time, and then like at the very last minute, they just take it away from you. <laughs> yeah, I, fe- I, I had always felt like I always felt like I had fallen into this weird place of there are shows that you test for where you're one of five guys. Yeah, and it's anybody's guess on who's going to get that although you could always kind of say well he's he's in the middle of these five guys. right he's probably going to be the one there's yeah. like extreme options on either end yeah but when there was never a real clear front runner you were like oh I was just, and i was constantly in that grouping yeah but what was very kind of frustrating and really uh put me uh, you know kind of drove me nuts was when you would go in and you would give such a good read that you would convince the producers and whomever else you know was involved with the show from the script and that you were the guy. Yeah. And what would happen a lot of the time, especially with younger producers, is that they would say, well, forget it. This is my guy. I don't want to make the show. Yeah. If, uh, <laughs> if so we're only going to test you. So we're going to fight till the end. Yeah. And what happens is, is you, know, you end up in a position where you're telling multiple people, if not the studio, then the network, that you are making decisions. Yeah, unilaterally. And, you know, you can't approach it from that direction because you kind of have to sell it to the studio and network as if, this is our decision. Yeah. Because the worst thing that could happen for you know the the studio network in in this situation is they they as a producer you're right because then you can always turn to that and go I'm telling you look I was right about him and I was yeah. right about that and then they then you start running the show yeah um and they don't want that no you know, they want this to be a group effort and they want everybody they love firing Dan Harmon. That's their, they I love mean, firing a showrunner. <laughs> they want to justify their jobs. Yeah. They, um, need, they need to keep those jobs. So they, if you take them out of the process, they, why do they get a paycheck? But, you know, look, there's a part of me that understands that. And if I was sitting in their position and I was, like, being jammed this guy down my throat, you know, and there's only so good you can be in an audition, I suppose. Um and you, and you have so much riding on it that it's like, well, hold on. Are you are you not going to show me any other options? Yeah. Um, it is. A, there's a little bit of like, hey, okay, okay. You're telling me there's only one human? Like, come on. It no. seems almost like lazy. So it becomes a whole thing. That, But that, that had happened to me. I mean, I cannot tell you how many times. And that was very... I remember like five. Yeah. It was... It was it Where was you really went rough. from being like, I'm the guy, to like every time what happened, you're like, oh, this is going to happen again. Yeah. Even with New Girl, there was a last minute... 
Like you, it was you were the dude, and they liked you, and then it was like they're testing T.J. Miller, and you were like, "Well, here it no is." No way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're like, "Up oh, here it is again." This is a classic Max Greenfield moment. Wow. <laughs> but to be to be kind of thrust from that position to where I then was, where I am, I, I thought, let me try. I'm trying to think of like who. It's so surreal that you don't really feel like, oh my god, I, unless. I did a movie uh, two summers ago uh, after the first season of New Girl with Paul Rudd and Amy Poehler. Right. Um, That's pretty crazy. I was real nervous about that. Yeah, those yeah. two. But what was, what was so cool to watch about, or a lot of my scenes, most of my scenes were with Paul, and then I had a few scenes where it was like I was the third person in Paul and Amy's scene. Right. And... I don't know how much of I don't know how like I guess rather than use the term dirt person, yeah. <laughs> inadequate baby. Right. Um, but watching the two of them and seeing how good they are was um you're like, Oh wow. Yeah. You, you, know, you get thrown into this situation and then it's like, Oh my god, everybody loves you on the show and then you you're like watching these two and you're like, Oh all stars. Oh yeah. oh I see. And you go, Oh god. They sure are funny. <laughs> they do it so effortlessly. And, oh, is it my line? Yeah, Can you I get, get your autograph? <laughs> I, have more, I have more than once been in a scene with two like other people that are really good and got so distracted watching how good they are that I forget it's my turn to talk. Man. And just been like, oh, oh, I'm... Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm up now. Yeah. Oh, 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 sorry, 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 sorry. So, yeah. what point did it feel like this was like, a, this is like, oh, this is a real thing now? Like, I'm on this show and it's doing very well, and people are starting to know who I am. Well, you told me about when you found out the se- that you got picked up for a f- second season, because you, you found out during the first season you were getting a second season, correct? I don't remember. Or was it when you found out you were getting a full season that you walked outside of the soundstage and wept? Yeah, I got I got emotional when we found out. We well, because and you have a kid, and so it was like she's gonna be. A, I feel like you do feel like you siphon all your emotions about your career in reference to your daughter. Yeah, you just. I mean, this was a very specific show. I haven't gotten Zoe for the lead, and then just everything else, and then having opened to such a big number when 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 it premiered. You always had in the back of your head, and you never think this was shows, but you always had this kind of feeling like, oh man, this one really has a shot to kind of... It's really rare. It's really rare. And then all those things that you kind of tried to put out of your head started to happen where it was like, oh, we got picked up. And then, oh, we got picked up for a, a back nine or yeah. back 11. Yeah. Um, and then we got a second season and, and you know... Now we're at a point where it's kind of like, well, now we think that we more than likely will be doing this for the next few years. Yeah, Um, and that's crazy. That's crazy. I mean, it's it's so rare. Such a rarity. It's so much harder now for that to happen than it used to be. It shows they just a they don't give them a chance in the first place, and then you're gonna you're a bubble show all the time. Most shows are just bubble shows. Yeah, it's nuts. only CBS has no bubble shows. Yeah. Every other network is every show's a bubble show unless it's a game show or a reality show. Yeah, it's exciting. Like if you have the 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 kind of balls to put people talking in scenes on a television show, you're going to be a bubble show the whole time. Mm-hmm. Poor Cougar Town. Just, just <laughs> not, I mean, they're always you. You watch that show, you love it, and you're like, why am I always? Why are you moving nights on me all the time? Monday, then Wednesday, then Saturday, then Sunday, then Monday again. 
two-parter, season in, uh, premiere. <laughs> just, uh, just give me Cougar Town when I want it. You know what I mean? <laughs> just want to download Cougar Town. I mean, that's why I Netflix it, because I can't. I just need Cougar Town when I want it. Stop confusing me with my, coo- with my cougs. <laughs> I just want to be able to find my cougs. I hear that. <laughs> yeah. I hear that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, uh, what channel is the Cougs on now? I don't know. <laughs> is it still on? I think. I feel like it got canceled. Uh, See, that's the problem. But then it could have like been... that with every show that's on the air now. Yeah. It's on TBS. Like, is it gone or is it just on, yeah, on TBS now? Yeah, it's on TBS. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know that yet. I got to go find it. I got to go find my Cougs. Yeah. <sighs> you get a lot of free stuff now? Free stuff uh, every once in a while. Yeah. I'll get some free stuff. I feel like you know a lot of with a lot of the free stuff. Uh, you really gotta kind of uh, find it. Yeah, you, you gotta, gotta look be for it. It seems like and that's thing. not for me. That feels you, real Eddie gross. Murphy. No free stuff ever because he doesn't want to owe anyone anything. Yeah, he's never not. a free thing. That's crazy. I think it's real smart. Yeah. So really, what would you owe like a Nike if they just gave you shoes? No, next thing you know, on some guy's yacht for his daughter's birthday party in the middle of the Middle East. And Look, I'm going to be real honest with you guys right now and, and open up. You got free sneakers. Yeah, Ooh. they're Adidas and they're awesome. Adidas, feel, one of our sponsors. Adidas, one of our sponsors. One of I feel like every guy. Can I just say something? Yeah, they say torsion on it. <laughs> they say what torsion. And I don't know what torsion means. No, I mean, but I'm sounds, real into torsion. Yeah, that's it. Sounds like game. a really like scientifically advanced way to work out or something yeah. like that. A torsion technology. You yeah, didn't torsion. know about that? Oh yeah, I didn't. You didn't realize you needed yeah. it until you got it. It's and mostly an like, ankle support thing. You've been wasting like your whole trip. You're obsessed. Can I ask you, can I ask you about something quickly? Go ahead. What do you think of them? I like them. I like the yeah, color cool. scheme. I mean, the color scheme is really what sold me. It's a, they're a white black. You got a four. You know what they remind me of? A Prince tennis racket. Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. They, they look have a like, Wimbledon but ra- but Someone when, jogging through New Hampshire would mm-hmm. be wearing those yeah, shoes. But when, yeah. pr- when Prince tennis rackets were right on, yeah. when it was like a leather... Uh, when it was brown like a, leather handle. Brown leather handle, but also like the leather um, uh, casing, mm-hmm. but that only covered the top half of the racket. Yep. It didn't cover the handle. Yeah. Uh, there it was. <laughs> there's, there, there's a Wimbledon vibe coming from those shoes right now. Yeah, although I will say that, you know, you, for those of you who are not here and looking at them, um, they are not tennis shoes. No. What were they they a running like vibe? Running shoes, cross, cross trainer? I'm going to say, for all intensive purposes, especially for me, they're just casuals. <laughs> life, they're just, let's say they're casuals. They're, they're, they're a lifestyle They're a lifestyle shoe. <laughs> for the people uh, who You could this, run in them. You are obsessed with CrossFit. You yeah. live it. You love it. I was there this morning. You were there this morning. How many yeah. days a week... You're doing does the, does the average person go? What's, what do they recommend when you sign up? Because people get into this like a cult. It's cultish. So I want to know what they recommend and then where you're at. Well, I suppose you could take a recommendation from the main site, which is on the internet. Okay. Um, you can go to CrossFit.com. <laughs> right. um, or just Google CrossFit, and it's the first thing that will come okay. up. Although it might be the CrossFit Games at this point, because they are this weekend. I'm very excited. They're at the Home Depot Center. I'll uh, be there on oh, Friday. Man. <laughs> <laughs> Watch your back X Games, because CrossFit games, games are coming. Guys, guys, much different. Much different. <laughs> much different. different. Um, <sighs> Oh, where to begin? <laughs> um, so they they run pretty much a three day on one day off routine. Okay, but I find that difficult to do uh, if you have a job and with weekends and a child. So mm-hmm. you know you try to fit it in when you can. I'm off this week, so I will go all five days of of the of the work week, and then on the weekend I will rest. I might go for a, 
a run, a, a, just a, a casual 5K. And, uh, Ugh, barf. <laughs> uh, yeah, my stomach felt. I was like, what did you just say? Mouth. What? Casual. Don't vibe don't ask me about don't how ask, many don't sorry. ask me about my fitness. You're right. Sorry. Don't ask me about sorry. my well, fitness. We are going to well, judge some parts of judge it. me because you were trying to get in shape real hard and you'd hit a plateau. I remember this specifically because your wife was like, "Can you ask Justin to help Max's workout because he's not getting any harder over there?" And then you <laughs> discovered CrossFit and suddenly became all shredded. And then when you first started New Girl, you took your clothes off in the like pilot or something. You're in your underpants. Or at least your shirt. I was in. I was in okay shape uh, when we did the pilot. And then they were like, "Oh, this guy can take his shirt off." So then they basically make you take your clothes off in every episode, and you were like, "Cool." Yeah, well, not so cool anymore because man, <laughs> can I not keep up with that shit? Well, you get. I get a call from you after every episode. After the day after you've done being naked in the episode or whatever, you're like, "Hey, buddy, I just finished. Like, I'm done being uh, uh, like kind of naked in this episode. You want to go eat? And then you just want to go hard. You want to go super hard at some pizza shit. Yeah, I got party, but I can't do that anymore. <laughs> Just because it's just the up and downs of it. Oh, just peaks and valleys. It's so intense. Where does it go? Where do you gain weight first? Where does it hit you first? Let's talk about this because this is more interesting than the CrossFit, although not really. You get in your titties? Can I just say this? Uh I'm not one of these, oh, uh, let's take it back a notch. I'll I'll say this. I saw Dennis Quaid, who I like quite a bit, on the Actors Studio. Mm -hmm. And Lipton... Who I'm a big fan of. I love that show. That he's like 87 years old. Do you know that? When that show's good, it's the best. Oh, Dave Chappelle yeah. episode, oh, Dustin yeah. Hoffman Insane. episode. So him and Dennis are <laughs> shooting the breeze. DQ. And you know, gotta love Lipton and how he goes for the good questions. And because this is all I'm thinking, they go to um, oh, why why am I not gonna remember the the best the Cutters movie Breaking Away. Breaking Away. They talk about Breaking Away. And this first question about Breaking Away, which, by the way, is one of my favorite movies. Okay. Paul Dooley, in, what a performance. Um, his first question about Breaking Away was Dennis Quaid's body. Mm-hmm. Because let me tell you something. That guy... Shredded. Ripped up ripped like, up. like uh, Brad Pitt and Fight Club. Like John movie. Travolta and Stan Alive. Yeah. Just shredded. Cut from stone. <laughs> so Lipton casually throws that out and goes, yeah. what was your prep for that? And Dennis... Just casually responds. I did a couple sit-ups, whatever. Uh, now let me explain something to you. Jerk. I know some people can't be like true. This. Can't be true. I bet it. I bet it is because there are some people who genetically are made that way. Our friend Justin are, Marshall. Yeah, who are just like, oh, I just took my shirt off. You don't yeah. really look like that, do you? Yeah, seriously. And then, and then that same person's like, oh, I can't wait to have like the burger with French fries on top of it. Yeah, everybody's what like a that. Disappointment. Some people are just naturally in good shape. Yeah. I'm not one of those people. You were a fat kid. I was a pudgy Jewish kid at my bar yeah. mitzvah. It was a whole fucking thing. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to cry in this podcast. What was the theme, we of, brought your bar, some was the theme of your bar mitzvah? <laughs> Saturday Night Live. <laughs> <laughs> live from New York. It's sorry. Oh, Saturday, live from Ooh. New York. It's Max's bar mitzvah. A girl I dated spot mitzvah theme was Life's a Beach because she lived in Malibu. Sure was. And your favorite, your favorite theme, and you mentioned this in the Jimmy Kimmel show, was one of the writers on your show. His theme was? Jazz. Jazz. <laughs> Jazz. A jazz theme bar mitzvah. I tweeted that out once. I got responses from people. Uh, somebody's was James Bond. Somebody's was um, like Sundays in Paris. Which, <laughs> that was a good one. Wow. That was, a, even... bot, that was a bot mitzvah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For those yeah. of you who are not Jewish, that means it's for a girl. I, um, I found out girls get more money. 
So, I don't, who knows? On the reg, they generally get more money because they're not supposed to work. I feel like I was going to make a point. Oh, so Dennis Quaid DQ, and his body. DQ, It's not my body, and it's a disappointing to me on a daily basis. Right. I have to work very, very hard to like have a decent, and then I have to, the diet is just. You have to work out like, like an like athlete dieting. just to look like a somewhat in-shape dad. Yes. Yeah. Thank you for putting it in layman's terms. You're not getting in Fight Club shape without taking roids. Would you take roids to be an action star? No, I don't like I don't like that stuff. Yeah, I don't like weird. anything in there. No, that's bad. Um, is CrossFit about like natural things and naturalness, organic? Well, things? Not, the you know, the recommended diet to go with CrossFit is the Paleo diet. Uh, What's the like? I, I I know. I'm at. I'm pretty healthy. I like eating healthy. You look and, great. Nick looks and great. And doing right all that now. stuff. This you is the best you've good. ever looked in the time you I've known do. you. Yeah. What have you been Thank doing? You've been some dips. Your tries look good. No, I just I have I'm. I'm <laughs> they've always just looked like this. I don't yeah. know. No. Um. I just work out kind of like I just lift weights lightly. Dips. And then I you do. Car- I don't. I can't do dips. I can't do pull ups. Uh-huh. I can like bench press and do all like l- like I can lift weights, but when uh-huh. it comes to my own body. I'm, I'm really weak Here's at what like I like about moving that around. I look like I have stage three cancer. Right <laughs> well, you, looked, you, you looked bad for a minute. There three was out a minute of five? I was really upset. You were upset? Yeah. You didn't say it? Well, you told I, me I, I looked told, gross. Please, I told you every day that you look like a sickly human being. <laughs> <laughs> you, had lo- you were 30 pounds lighter. No, I, was, I was 15 pounds lighter than yeah, I am Yeah, and now. let me tell you something. 15, those 15 pounds should never come off of your body again. It was, you know, yeah. What kind of 15, though? Like a losing weight depression 15? It was a legit depression Okay, because that, yeah. that never looks good. It that was, kind of weight loss. It was coming loss. off my heart. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I did that once. You could tell. And I would be like, Kevin, are you okay? And you would say, yes. And, and I, <laughs> Which is not a word. Yeah, <laughs> But I, it I says knew, a lot. And I was like, all right, I'm not going to get into it with you, but I know you're in a bad place and you were making me nervous. <laughs> no one said anything except Neil Brennan. Everyone was just letting me die. <laughs> Fuck you, I said I, something. No, hold on. About my weight, no one was like, Oh, not weight. Maybe it's time for you to get That's how you were. That's how you were right here in your heart. <laughs> yeah, I, don't I was like, if you want to talk about to it. To be fair, I don't remember anything. Okay. <laughs> to be fair, I remember almost nothing. The last six months are a blur. Six months. The last three, the last four years. Maybe. I remember between four, four and six things. Wow. A lot Can you list those things? A gray, hazy, <laughs> lot of just me standing and staring off into distance. Can I ask you something? Go ahead. Does this t-shirt look good on me? Yeah. I almost bought that same t-shirt from that same store. Here's General Quarters. General yeah. Quarters? Yeah, I like On La Brea. I bought a I bought a uh, very I don't know why I did this I bought a blanket Test. from that store it cost me two hundred dollars it's a Pendleton wool blanket that I was so proud of I wanted an accent blanket to put on my bed my dog lay, rolled around on it immediately there's so much dog hair on it since it's wool I literally can't get it out I might as well burn it Tess said to me when I when I put this t-shirt on. Take that shirt off. That is the worst. What's wrong with that shirt? It's cool. The shirt. I think it's a cool shirt too. But she says the color. The The color. And you know what? I don't remember exactly what she said. It's a natural color. color. It's an off white. Yeah. But she refers to it in regards to me wearing this color. Ugh! It's (laughs) off white. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> Usually people are just kind of uh, off white, whatever. Wife, She's like offended by does it. Not mince. She once told me I was ugly. <laughs> Dude, there's nothing more refreshing than people talking to you like that, though. Yeah, the first time, but I've been hearing it from her for a really long time. Uh, try living with it. It's very painful. <laughs> He's married to it. She's like a she's like a YouTube comment section. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You look stupid. Oh, come on. Hoy. You better bring it. Your wife put me on a Fox comedy showcase and she was like, You better bring it or we're dunzo. <laughs> she basically and I remember I called you up and I was like, as a joke, I was like, I'm gonna bomb on purpose. And you were like, please don't. Tess won't let us be friends after that. <laughs> Right, so you were so it. scared. I was like, "No, dude, I'm gonna bomb on purpose." Yeah, and okay. for the first thirty seconds of my set, I wasn't doing great, and I was like, "Up, oh, here we go. It's over. It's over." Lost a friend. I was, I was like, "Oh, this is it. This is the last time I talked to Tess and Max and ever auditioned for anything at the Fox Corporation." What is? But the who paleo turned it diet? around? The kid. What's the paleo diet? Uh, the paleo diet is a mix of uh, <laughs> meats and cheese. Mostly meats. Fruits and it's like caveman food, right? Yeah, fruits and meats yeah. and veggies. You want to really look? I, I I'm not an expert on it, so I shouldn't. It's be South Beach, but you don't it. have to feel as bad as be doing something as like Jessica Simpson. I would uh-huh. just say that if you were going to dive into such a diet, mm-hmm. I would just stay away from dairy and sugars. Okay. That seems to me like dairy Here's sugars the, and like no rice. I ate a pint of Dude, Ben and Jerry's fish food my last life. night about one in the morning. Well, let me tell you something. Uh, 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 this weekend, uh-huh. I went off hard. You went hard. But here's the problem. I don't like when I'm eating not uh, – like I, I don't like when I'm not on a diet because when, when I give myself the green light, mm-hmm. which means go – yeah, <laughs> I can't stop. No, yeah. yeah. And I, if I decide, you you're an know addictive what? personality. Oh man, let me tell you something. What, there's nothing better than uh, we're two days away from Monday. That's when I'm going to start. Yeah, <laughs> seven meals a day for two what days. What is your go-to where you're like oh, whatever's I'm... around? Okay, but if you can pick, I noticed you like pizza a lot. So here, oh, it's the best. I like pizza, but that's not my go-to. Is it like cake? You fat bastard. <laughs> it is literally whatever I can find in the moment. So okay. I got home from New York, and I was eating pretty well in New York. And I you got like home. sandwiches. You like that? Uh, the all about the bread place. I do like those places, Dude. but like it's not. I don't have a place. I I won't ever like have a moment where I go. I'm going to go to this store to buy this. Right. I don't make that move. I'll just open the cupboard and go. Oh look, confectioner's chocolate. Yeah. What's in here? Yeah. So. <laughs> Um, you ever make up your own combos, like just weird too lazy, stuff? Too lazy. Because okay. when I binge, it's not about. Because like, like everyone, stuff. one time I binged and well, I wanted getting a phone to, call. You just wanted to I'm get getting it. a phone call. Oh, it's wanted, showbiz. It's showbiz. It's showbiz. Shit. I wanted Actually, to eat no, something no. gross, so what I did was I took out white bread, I put butter on it, and then I smeared powdered sugar into the butter to make like a powdered sugar paste. I respect that, and I ate it. I respect that. So can I tell you <laughs> one of my experiences from this past week? Okay. I um. I had gotten back from New York, and this ties it all together. <laughs> and I hadn't been doing any CrossFit in New York because we were upstate New York, and there were there was the nearest one was about a half hour away, which was quite lovely. Actually, you didn't bring like a do your own wads kit. I tried to. I you do, fat I was, little piggy. Isn't that travel a CrossFit running. kit? I, I was doing know. a lot of running. They had like a nice four mile run from my house, and I thought, that was great. And I had been doing like some, but it's it was raining so hard out there, and we were kind of shooting nights, so it was just a very odd schedule, and it didn't allow me to really get into a good groove. <laughs> um, so towards the end, I was like, forget it. 
And then I was like, <laughs> and then I just really, I'm done with this. Get up. Yeah. So I was like, when I get back, I'm really going to go for it. So I got back and I was psyched and, and, and I got back in the gym and I was feeling good and I was trying to diet, but I didn't realize how, how the, the, how hungry lifting weights makes me. So by Wednesday, um, I was I was trying to diet and I was doing really well and then I just had this moment of like I mean I guess I could probably have like one rainforest cracker <laughs> <laughs> that's what was in the cupboard and that's all it takes and is let just me the tell one. you something so I open the the sleeve of them right and I'd say there's probably about forty rainforest crackers. would you say you unsheathed them unsheathed mm-hmm. yeah like I a would. sword no yes I did and then you <laughs> swallowed them but like let me a say but, but I unsheathed but, but I unsheathed them as though to say I'm just going to look at the See how many. Some of the like the the artwork on the on the on yeah the packaging yeah yeah man yeah one led into two led into thirty right and I ate the whole crushed the whole package well I got to like five left and right. then at some point I go I'm gonna eat this whole thing yeah like I'm and, then, a, yeah. and then I had a moment and I had to stop and I had to go yeah you are and just deal with it and live with it and just be that person just live then, in that moment i yeah. just i just go you know what that's like another 20 minutes at the at the gym of cardio i'm just going to finish the fucking ice cream you know cream. what i do i go i don't care about myself uh, <laughs> <laughs> and this is another year that's off. another option i say this is a year off a of life i actively hate okay but and then, then i we're get done. Into, <laughs> but do you get into a situation because this is where i find myself cuz i'm I'll crying bi- a lot yeah well yeah but i'll binge eat um, like last night was, you know, it's Monday today. I call it, I'm hanging out with my buddy Benji and that means I'm going to binge eat. <laughs> I feel like you need ice cream right this minute. I do. I'm so hungry. I but forgot. Be- I haven't eaten. Today. Before Me I neither. go into it, I'll say to myself, I'll say, well, I'm, you know, this is going to happen. So I, I, like last night was really bad. Um, I knew tomorrow, I knew, you know, today is Monday. Mm-hmm. So I thought, today, you know, today's the beginning of the week and we'll get on track this week. Right. But last night was just anything that was in front of mine. Mm-hmm. What'd you have? Well, m- Tess cooked pasta. So I was like, mm-hmm. let me mm-hmm. see. Uh, if Tess I can is eat a the- good cook. Yeah, she is. So I was like, let me see if I can eat the entire bag. Um, <laughs> and uh, of I, uncooked I pasta. Kept, I just kept going. <laughs> And um, and then I was like, hmm, do we have any dessert? And then <laughs> she goes, we have a cu- we have a cupcake. By the way, the cupcake was from like three weeks ago. <laughs> and I go, ooh, this is great. Yeah. I'm eating two-week-old birthday cake right now. Yeah, just crushing it. Yeah. And then she had opted not to go with the cupcake and went uh, 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 chocolate chip cookies. And I right. thought after my cupcake, I've got to try these. Yeah. So then I dove into those, and I and I, what I'll do is is I'll like I'll clean up the kitchen, and as I'm cleaning up the kitchen, I'll keep reaching into that bag. Yeah. And then I'll just keep eating eating cook. Cookies. Right. So yeah. I did that. I did. But what it kills me is that then hours later, when I get into bed to go to sleep, oh, the shame spiral that starts to happen at mm-hmm. that point. Is you start just, doing crunches in bed. Well, no, I'm just I'm I'm like sweating for no reason. I can't go to sleep, and I'm like, and I say to myself, "Why did I do this again? Yeah, again? Can't? When are you going to learn?" And then, know? how do you feel when you wake up? Is it you feel it in your stomach? Like you wake up like, "Oh, I did all that You're last such night." You're a fit person. You must see the results immediately. It's it, like eating a bowling ball sometimes, depends, yeah. where you're like, "What did I do?" A lot of the times, I'll get away with it. Like this morning, I felt like I I actually feel okay. I'm excited. I made it. Yeah. Let's you did go, it, let's girl. Get through this, and then I went to the gym and I felt great about myself. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and, 
<laughs> What's your soundtrack? What kind of soundtrack are you working with? Whatever the they're playing at the gym, it's not so much about like you know my soundtrack or uh, <laughs> you know what music is playing. And, by, and you know I, sometimes I don't even need music. It's really about the community and the other people there. You're such a jagoff. Because we you know because we work out together. It's like a today team. I, Do you yeah. feel is that a big part of it? A hundred percent. Is it really a team workout? So you're being encouraged by your peer group. So I'll walk into the gym and there'll be a workout on the board. Someone will write a workout on the board and say, this is what we're going to do. Like today was, a, was one of the benchmark workouts. It's called Cindy. They're named after girls. Okay. Cindy is 20 minutes, as many rounds as you can. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like this chick so far. Yeah. yeah. As many rounds as <laughs> you can. Dirty workouts. One slide. round yeah. consists of... Who's this fuck pig? <laughs> oh, you go geez. 20 rounds with her. Stop disrespecting my CrossFit. Sorry. Okay. Sorry. As many rounds as you can. <laughs> yeah. Five pull-ups, 10 push-ups, and then 15 air squats. This sounds like... This is prison stuff. You do burpees? Yeah, this kind of was. But then it's like, how many of those rounds can you put together in 20 minutes? How many did you do? I did 18. That sounds and, like a lot. And, but I was doing it next to my friend Israel. Israel... Is he Jewish? I don't think so. No. Israel, let me tell you something. Hold on. Israel smashed this thing. And he's like a legit, I mean, he's an animal. Right. And I'm going, oh, man. But let me tell you something. Israel was not next to me. I was liable to put up a good 14, 15. Right. But because I was watching him and I was watching how hard he was pushing himself, it forced me to want to do better. Right. Mm-hmm. Do you understand that at all? I get I that. I mean, okay, I decided today that I'm going to In-N-Out later. <laughs> okay? You know, what I, you know what I just decided? What? I'm joining you at In-N-Out I'm going later. to In-N-Out at some time today, some oh, point today. That sounds so good. To reward myself for a recent accomplishment, and I'm going to find the fattest person there, and I'm going to sit next to him. And I'm going to go, are we fucking doing this, dude? And we're going to go head to head. And I'm going to try to go hard with this dude. And we're going to live life for a minute. And then if it goes well, if I feel like I hang in there with him, I'm buying a new In-N-Out Burger t-shirt. And that's where my life is at, Max. That's what I want to feel. You're going to reward yourself at your reward. Yeah. I feel so much better about myself when I'm physically fit. Oh god! And I when I'm not that sentence, dude. I, I'm with Ma- I'm with Max though. I feel the same way. I mean, I, I it just uh, feels better. Shut up! Shut up! Because then you know what? Shut up! <laughs> you know what? For the next twenty minutes, you're just shut up. You know what? Shut your mouth. You know it also allows you to eat shittier. Then you don't feel bad about that. Because like I'm, I've become that person now. Where like, because I don't drink or do anything anymore. So like, that's my. That's my drug. Is like I, I'm eating a fucking I pizza. I saw a guy at Starbucks yesterday that at looks two a.m. exactly like I'm gonna look in ten years, and he was so gross. Kevin, let me explain something to you. Do you know how much I have in my life at this point? A lot. Yeah, I do. But in terms of vices, <laughs> did you think about this since before you said it? You're crushing life. You've won the American dream. But I'm just what I'm saying is this. Okay. I don't drink. Yes, you don't. I don't smoke. Me neither. Coffee is the last thing, and they will not take that away from me. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I have that. Okay, <laughs> substance. I, ha- I have. I have. I have a wife. Yep. That I love dearly. Great lady. She is awfully hard on me. So much moxie. <laughs> and a daughter who only asks for things. <laughs> <laughs> I love her more than anything. She's but so cute. <laughs> there is a lot of questions and a lot of can you do this and right. a lot of responsibility that comes with it. I, right. have very, I have very few time for myself during each 24-hour period. Right. 
Wouldn't you want to just get into a gym and start throwing some weights around? No. You, you, don't see, you don't see how that would make you feel better. He though? just no. wants the rainforest crackers. Yeah, I want the rainforest crackers. That's all crackers. he wants. Yeah, but see what you know what what happens is you know where I do. You know what I do. I go to the Seven Eleven, and I get I get two bags of the chili cheese fritos, <laughs> and I just eat them. I you just sit on my bed. I eat them in bed. You know what I ate last night? What'd you eat? Peanut brittle. Dipped. I saw that tweet in peanut butter. I saw that tweet and I thought, "What have I been?" I was doing like, this "Did I just time? change my life for the better?" Yeah, man. Right now? Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah man. It was. And I was beautiful. like, "What the fuck am I doing right now?" It was beautiful. If I knew where to get peanut brittle at one a.m., guess what yeah. I would have done? That. That was my last call. Like yeah. what, what I used to be we used to be last call at a bar. I'm like, I'm doing like I two more taken shots those of Jameson and fucked my mouth with them. I do that. That's what I would have done. <sighs> it was beautiful. When I was doing strength. Uh, <laughs> Pretty consistently. I threw up a 225 squat queen. And let me tell you something. It's the terms that bother me. It's not what you're doing to your body. Because I feel like you're changing your body. Was a I threw big... up a 225 squat queen, Kevin. And when it hit me in the bottom of the squat, I thought, am I ever going to be able to stand up with this amount You're worried of about distending your anus. And I fucking pushed through it position okay completed the rep threw the bar down on the ground and said fuck yeah <laughs> you said what and let me i said fuck yeah okay and then i walked away from that <laughs> bar and i said to myself today we've accomplished something folks today we did it okay let me you know me very well but my squats are weak right you know me very well correct i feel like you know me as well as a lot of people you know i have a lot of problem with confidence right would you say i feel good about myself as a person I, mm, it dep- I think it goes you feel in and better out. about yourself than you would care to admit on occasion. But then there are some days that are pretty dark. Right. <laughs> <laughs> now, here's my – because I've, I've, I think about I would like to have a body that's nice to look at and isn't – that I don't feel bad about every you, time you I see it. You literally don't think that. No, I do. I think – Actually, every be. once in a while you do. You yeah. did join a gym at one point. Yeah, I joined a gym. How many gym memberships have you had? Just two. Same place. No, okay. no, that's not true. Two at the same place, one at a place years ago in Burbank. Okay. And, I, and what I would do was I hated working out so much. <laughs> I would, the kind of eating I would do completely negated whatever. I'd be like, oh, I did cardio for 13 minutes. I'm going to go home and eat 75 Cinnabons. Nothing makes me laugh <laughs> like you working out. Oh, it was the dumbest. It's the, it's the dumbest thing. There was a the hilarious. There was a, a, I live in a very uh, gay-friendly neighborhood, and I would go to a gym, and there was a hilarious guy that worked there at the front desk named John, and he noticed that I had no idea what I was doing all the time and that I was just watching other people work out and then mimicking what they were doing, which meant that I was just, I'd do like four reps of one arm and then all of a sudden I'd be doing a leg thing. And he would be like, what are you doing, Kevin? Get a trainer. This is bullshit. You look stupid. You look so stupid right Instead of recommending a trainer. He was the best. But, like, I hate it. I've had three gym memberships, and here's my worry with what, it, what would happen if I all of a sudden... Now, granted, it takes a really long time to get a good body, so chances are I give up. But if I applied myself and then woke up one day in what America would consider shape, I don't feel like I have the personal self-confidence to back up the life experience I would then have in that body. You've see, you ever seen me take a compliment? It looks like someone kicked me in the dick and then told me I'm ugly. I just, I recoil. If girls tried to talk to me. It's a tough thing. I don't like it. I'm not, you know me. I don't, I, here's what I've realized. 
I only are, am confident in myself if I feel like I'm being attacked. But if you ask me, hey, Kevin, are you, are you a good person? I'm like, <laughs> Somebody once told me that. I did, a, I did a table read once, and somebody came up to me after the table read once, like, uh, had said something nice to me, and I remember being like, <laughs> Yeah. And, My therapist uh, told me I'm terrible at taking compliments. And that person took me aside and goes, and it was someone who I really respected, and he was like, you need to learn to take a compliment. Because uh, that, that reaction that you just had yeah. was so inappropriate. Really? And this was wow. this was pre New Girl. Oy. And I and I um, I literally will never forget it because it was somebody who uh, again who I'm like it was a kind of a well known actor who I love and who I'm very res- who I have a lot of respect for. And I remember being like, oh man. All right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I remember feeling like. I remember, I, I remember like thinking about that as New Girl started to happen and as people started to come around to me after New Girl and being like, just say thank you. Right. Smile. smile shake, right. shake their hand and right. walk away even though you want to like literally jump out of your skin right now. Is there a yeah. cash incentive to me getting in shape? Would, would no, why would you get in shape? I don't... No, no, I wouldn't get... Here's the thing. When's the last time you went to a doctor? Uh, I, uh, like a year or so ago. What'd they tell you? That I have a very high body fat content for my weight. <laughs> I'm cruising at about 19%, uh-huh. which is very high for someone who looks thin. Yeah. I look thin, and then they do. They test it, and they go, oh, sometimes this machine's wrong. And then they do it again. They're like, oh, boy. Uh-huh. And then, uh, uh, yeah, I have a very high. They just tell me to go work out. And I go, <laughs> okay. But, like, I wouldn't get. No, no. My version of in shape isn't, like, for real in shape. I would never, like, look good. No, no, no. I know what you mean. Just like not, um, like I look like there's a there's a like kind you of should sweat uh, once a week. Ugh. There's like a, you would the look the same. You, when's the last time you sweat? I sweat on accident all the time when I walk the dogs. But like that you that oh you, like an actual working out sweat. Yeah. I'd say 2007. <laughs> <laughs> While you were eating a burrito. Yeah, and it definitely was because of eating. It wasn't right. like activity. I just ate something. I, got, I went a little deep on Thai food, and I was like, whoo, this is crazy. When's yeah. the last time you put on a pair of workout clothes Oy. and said, oh, let's do this? Okay, you know what? You want to know the truth? Like four months ago, <laughs> I, I bought sweatpants. At at um at uh I want to say it was Top Shop. There's a new Top Shop at the Grove. <laughs> and That's I where bought, you got workout clothes. I was just like Top Shop. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know why I decided I want sweatpants. They're really normal sweatpants. I was like, yeah. those are cute. <laughs> and so I, love it. I bought sweatpants, and then I did it twice in the backyard. I did like, I did probably a hundred and fifty. No, I did a hundred and twenty jumping jacks. <laughs> and I did I did 50 push-ups like interspersed. Yeah. I did okay, I did jumping jacks, push-ups and then I was doing um uh, uh, uh lunges. Now, I did like I did I like did that. three sets of like uh 12 lunges. And now, I and by the way the next day I could barely walk yeah, my at question all. Was, and how what was this what was the <laughs> level of soreness? I was so sore. You know when you're so sore you laugh at how like I was laughing at how much pain I found myself in just doing normal stuff where I was like, "Oh, I can't I can't drive myself off after the I can't eat this cake." Yeah, like I couldn't like things with my legs like it I yeah. I had like a lot of trouble putting on pants and socks and That's stuff awesome. where it was really it gave me the giggles. 
Like I got I got legit giggles because I was like, oh man, we can't put in our pants today. That's great. <laughs> that is just the best. But yeah, I I was like, let's let's do this, Christy. Can I tell you, um, what is a never-ending source of humor for me? What? The home workout tapes. <laughs> and the idea I could watch anybody do it I don't yeah. care if you're good or you're bad or whatever Yeah. the idea that you've gotten the DVD yeah <laughs> you've purchased this in the living room you've purchased this and you've said to yourself I'm put this in I'm gonna move some furniture yeah I'm gonna put on workout clothes. The moving of the chairs is the best part. Yeah. And then I'm gonna get I'm gonna get serious. And then it's total body transformation. Yeah. Working out. Yeah. yeah. And um <laughs> man, there th- it's like that is one of the funniest things. Just to the me. visual context of it is so funny. It's the it's the best. Do you think men are funnier doing that or women? I think any human being on earth It's got a the psychology behind yeah that entire experience when i was in my backyard doing a workout that's similar i let's not even call you know it a workout this, oh yeah it's not <laughs> uh, when i was in my backyard making a mistake okay <laughs> you know my house has lots of windows and glass so you and my gla- back doors have our french doors to so their glass i can see all the way to the street and at one point the mailman walked by and i could just see the top of his hat and now, there's no way he could see me. Even if he peeked over the wall and looked, he couldn't see me. But just the idea that another human may have cast his eyes upon what I was doing, I ducked down like a bomb scare. Like, I went under like it was an earthquake drill. Like, I got in, I got in like a crouch position all the way on the ground and hid beneath my deck. There's something so sad about it. It's very sad. It makes me... It's very sad. Just cry with laughter. It's think it. You know what I make? I think of when I think of like a person working out. I think of like a married. They're married, and the the relationship has gotten stale, and so one of them has decided. You know what? I'm going to get in shape. And the problem is though, it's only ever the one. So one of them does get in shape over time, and then you know what they do? They get divorced because that person's all of a sudden hot. Or hotter, and then they could fuck a lot of other I've people. I literally never had that thought process. That's what I, mean, I think. I don't think that, I have that's it. what so I think. Dark. That's some pre-divorce you, stuff. You are the dark. <laughs> no, I've read about it. A lot of people they get they start getting in shape when they know they're going to leave soon, and they start to like get I ripped up. Could think I I couldn't be further away from that headspace. Right. When yeah. I think about that. Oh no, that's where I think. I think that. Why do you think that makes me dark? Yeah, you totally took all the humor out of it. Do you want to take us? Do you want to take the test to see if you're a sociopath? I apparently am one. So we're, where do you take this test? No, it's a it's one question. Uh, okay. Are you a sociopath? Are you a sociopath? And you go, what's that? That means yes. No, the question is this: A Nick, have you ever taken this? No. no. Let's take it again. A woman okay. <laughs> goes to her sister's wedding. Okay, she's at her sister's wedding. At this wedding, she meets the man of her dreams. This, this love at first sight, this is the perfect man for him. They dance all night. It's beautiful. She does not get any contact information from him. No phone number, no email, nothing. Facebook, nothing. She murders her sister. Why? Because that's the guy that she married. No. Wow. But yeah, I got it in, in like less than two seconds. And but how, is, how does my answer, you could argue that would make you a sociopath. That she fell in love with the sister's husband. 
Yeah, and then like... I just think that means you have a bad view of women and how they think. Wait, it's what? because you removed all... The, the way I answered it, I'm removing all emotion from the... That you'll do a person... A sociopath is someone who do anything to get what they want, not taking into account the sadness of anyone. Right. And you were just like, yeah, she's a jealous bitch. <laughs> okay. She likes the husband. I, I'm, I'm just such a bitch ass. I was like... <laughs> Like, Why would you murder someone? <laughs> <laughs> so sad. Well, yeah, that's apparently. I don't think that makes me a sociopath at all. I just think that makes me efficient. I like. I could. I could imagine. Yeah, you just solved the puzzle. Yeah. It's not like did an episode of our show. Oh, he really? Was one of the funniest people. I've He's ever, great. We had to do this scene, <laughs> and it was one of my favorite scenes. It was a really funny bit, and um, we were at a funeral, mm-hmm. and I had to. I was. I. It, he was trying to steal a necklace off of the dead body. Mm-hmm. And I'm the only one who's witnessing it. However, my character is very scared of death and dead bodies. Right. The whole concept and anything to do with anything that's dead. So I'm at the back of the funeral parlor and I'm looking at him and I'm going, hey man, quit it. And then I, I gain the courage to kind of inch up. Long story short, I finally get up to him. We get into an altercation. He drills my head down into the, into the coffin and uh, into the casket and I kind of spring up and I'm like, oh my God. But then I realized within that moment that like, oh, that wasn't as scary. You've as overcome your fear. Be. I'm overcoming my fear and I start uh, voluntarily dunking my head into the casket. Like, I'm not scared anymore. Also, come take this, come take this necklace. Right. Like, this whole thing. But, what had uh, the, the bit was very solid. It was very funny, and I thought we had gotten in, we got into like a good place with it. But what had really and what I, this is my favorite part about acting in general is when you get into that kind of space, and the other actor brings something to it or reacts to it in a way where you then are like, that's funnier than what I imagined an already funny bit to be. Right. The look of horror on Bill Burr's face because he was playing it so. It felt like he because at that point we had gotten to know each other throughout the week and and you know you had you he was playing it very seemingly personally whereas it was just Bill Burr reacting to somebody putting their coffin putting their head, head in the into coffin. a coffin and he kept looking at me with this face of horror and I was having a hard time keeping a straight face and he just kept saying with that and Boston accents really it was just he played it so real and so subtly and i thought i i it just really had taken me aback and i thought man is he funny and it, it was it's probably one of my favorite scenes that we had ever done on the show <laughs> he's a special dude he's funny man. how long have we been talking We're, we just crossed an hour well, we do a thing at the end, Max, where we have someone like we want to like promote things that maybe you think people don't know about, and you want them to know about. I want I'm going to pick yours for you. Okay, you're going to talk about Andrew WK a little bit. <laughs> you know that's right. <laughs> <laughs> you and I share a similar affinity to the art because he's an he's an artist. He's not he's not just a musician. It's not a joke. Nope, it's not humor. What no. he's doing, he's he makes art. Talk to me a little bit about how you feel. About Andrew WK and his Twitter and things of Andrew WK nature. Andrew WK is, I th- to me, a performance artist. Easily. Um, mm-hmm. He has 
figured out a philosophy on mm-hmm. life right. that has a that that I think at first glance would give most people a chuckle. Yeah. But underneath it, underneath it is some real stuff. Some real shit. There's a superstructure within that simple concept that is valid and useful. Yes. Right. Um, his Twitter is unbelievable. Great. It is great. His, Routinely, consistently great. Yeah. His, uh, I'm dying to go to one of his shows. Oh, we've got. That would be great. I've seen yeah. him perform. Oh, really? I went to, he played a Guitar Center drum-a-thon contest. At the end, oh, that, when they announced the winner, me and Ari Shafir went to go see Andrew W.K. after the drum-a-thon <laughs> at House of Blues. Andrew W.K. broke his, sh- his, his leg in the middle of the show because he gave too many people piggyback rides. Because <laughs> if you got up on stage and were like, can I jump on your back? His answer was, absolutely, and I'm sorry you had to wait this long. Please get on my back. <laughs> Here's, here, you know what? Took him out in an ambulance. It's Finished hard, the show on a broken It's hard to leg. articulate... Um, like his deal. Yeah. Um, but I will say this, and I th- I think if there's any example of what Andrew W.K. is all about, at least to me, mm-hmm. um, it is represented within his Twitter account. Yeah. Andrew W.K. follows. Hmm. Close. To, I think he follows like two hundred thousand. He people. might. It's, it's in the. I was so excited when he followed me. I was like, "Oh my god, whoa, Andrew whoa, W." Whoa. And then I went to his his profile, and I was like, "Oh, he follows like thirty thousand people." Yeah, he doesn't he, follow me. Oh, he follows the fuck out of me, Damn bitch. Man. He follows <laughs> so many people. But, but I got that rapper Lil B, and I looked. Lil B follows three hundred eighty-five thousand people. That's hilarious. But in a <laughs> utopian society, mm-hmm. in a perfect world, yeah. right. Isn't that what everyone you want? would follow everyone. Yeah. Everyone would follow because you know why? All feelings are valid. Mm-hmm. Everyone and would. Follow all, you know what they are? All feelings are party. And, all feelings are party. Yeah, and, yeah. Twi- and Twitter wouldn't be. Uh, I have this many followers. It wouldn't exist. I own, and I only follow. There Steve is Martin no Pat Oswald. There's no way. Pat Oswald follows me. There's no way Andrew <laughs> I W. I follow both those people. I love them. Dearly. Andrew WK hasn't tweeted <laughs> party tip feelings. <laughs> that there's a guarantee. Oh yeah, I'd be willing to bet a thousand dollars. He is party tip feelings. I'll tell you this right now. If he hasn't, you gotta search it. If he hasn't, tweet that at him. Right. He'll retweet it and then probably follow you. Okay. Well, that'll get you. That'll Max get you a follow. One day, tweeted something at me because you know that I love Black Sabbath and all things Satan. I talk about Satan a lot. <laughs> I tweet about Satan frequently, and so you tweeted at me party tip. Listen to Black Sabbath. It was amazing. It was an Andrew WK tweet, and I yeah. said, and I replied to that tweet, the circle is now complete. <laughs> to which Andrew WK replied, at Max Greenfield, at Kevin G. Christie, party, party on you guys, never say die. Lots of exclamation points. Yeah. To which I replied, we won the internet today. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You did. I took a picture of it. Uh-huh. It, meant, uh, it meant a lot to me for real. I don't like him ironically. I think no. that he is a. It's the same. Him and Brody Stevens have tapped into a very similar uh, 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 kind of conceptual notion of positive energy. Yeah, and it's real, and I think Andrew it's useful. WK is vi- I, at least I think. If I, if you were asking me, I think he is extremely aware. Yes. Of what he is doing. Yes. 
everything he says. Yeah. You know what he is? Behind everything that he's He's the Marilyn Manson of positivity. Wow. Look, wow. well, there is something to be said about the fact that, you know, here he is with his long hair and his Beautiful like, hair. He wears all white instead of all black. White. That's right. He yeah. wears all white. All white. Uh-huh. White 501s. That's right. Which and then white high I like tops. Like get real dirty. Too. White high top. He wears <laughs> real dirty. He wears like high top sneakers, a la a late '80s, early '90s heavy metal vibe, like mm-hmm. an Axl Rose. Mm. And his performance is just—he brings it so hard. It's so great, front to back. We got to get him on this podcast. I've asked Max to use his fame, his to power, get Andrew WK into our lives in some capacity. We got to yeah. do it. He's a life coach. He does spoken word performances. He gives speeches. I mean, I think he, in a weird way, and I'm not even joking, I think he's like a a template for the modern performer, the modern artist. Whereas you don't do one thing, you do a lot of things. Yeah. We got to get him on here. It'd be all four of us. Yeah. That would be great. I just want him to like, I want to like tell him what I'm going through and then have him fix it. With but just by saying with just man, positivity, you say like I think this, and he's like that's not party, and then I'm like I think this is like that's party. Focus on that part, and I'm like what about this? But not this party, is like a very, party. This is a very intelligent, uh, extremely talented human being who's just chosen to go a, a much different route that I think probably people who are who know him for like. Well, I, he I, tweeted he, out George Zimmerman not party. Not party, right. and you think like is that's a joke, but it not a joke, and also pretty much sums it up, man. Yeah, you know what? Also, not party. Like, here's a guy who knows who he is. Yeah, and which is so powerful. Yeah, and is like, listen, this is my response to that situation. Yeah, George Simpson, not party, not party. Yep, that's right. You know where he stands. Yeah, exactly. You see that, and you're like, you are efficient. <clears throat> That is an efficient response. He had one. I got. There was one recently. The one you sent me a picture of. I mean, I mean, it is impressive what he's doing. I'm a big fan of it. I really like it. His original album cover, which I bought a signed copy Mm -hmm. from the Guitar Center, which is uh, you know it's an iconic cover. It's his face with blood, a lot of blood. Yeah, all his face looks like it's coming out of his nose. Apparently, the story with how they shot it is he was dead set on it being his own blood. So he sat there you know and what that punched is? himself in the face. Party. Yeah, he pu- repeatedly yeah. punched himself in the face <clears throat> to try to get a lot of blood to come out of his nose. Now, He's authentic, man. If you've seen the cover, that's too. M- if he got that much blood to come out of his nose, he'd have died. So they had to go to pig's blood. But I like the idea that he goes as hard as he can mm-hmm. for the right thing and doing it authentically until he realizes... To, then you find another avenue, but you exhaust... The, what you feel is the right thing to do until you realize it's not going to work. Did you find it, Max? I'm almost there. He's been tweeting a lot. <laughs> oh, here we go. Oh, wait, no. This I favorited. This was a really good one. Party tip. Head equals skull equals brain equals mind equals soul equals self <laughs> equals nothing equals everything plus chicken wing. <laughs> Chicken wing plus onion ring minus (laughs) suffering (laughs) (laughs) equals partying. Equals partying. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Your eyes are watering up right now. I love it. 
It's so I, good. I didn't see that one. That's so funny. That's the only shame with him is he's, there's so many good ones, Dude, you miss a good one. I love it. I wonder anyone. if he has other people writing him with no. him. If it's just him or he has How like a few you? friends. No, man. I think that guy is in the woods with himself. He's he's the Rob Delaney of partying, where it's like yeah. constantly coming out. Nick, okay. what would you like to recommend? You know, I was just going to actually say that we're all, all three of us are such like big fans of him. Yeah. I think this should just, all three of us. Only that we as a unit are all recommending. Andrew WK. Yeah. His, his record. The first album, if you're looking to get in the car and drive fast. Yeah. His first record is a masterpiece. And the second record, The Wolf, also fantastic. Every song in the first record is about partying. He did all the recording himself, I believe. That's mm-hmm. what I understand. Also, I very told. party. That's very okay. party. He recorded here's, all here's the, the other one. Give me another one. <laughs> My songs are meant to be musical party hot dogs that insert themselves <laughs> into your ear mouths. <laughs> Covered in chili and cheese. Capital letters, enjoy. Oh, man. Oh, I love it. That's just right, man. He gets it. Andrew WK gets it. He understands what it's like. I just, I, want, I wish he lived in Los Angeles. Does he live in New York? Yeah. Dude, he's got to visit at some point. I never see him out here. You think I wouldn't be on that shit if yeah. he was out here doing anything? We're going to have to talk about him in some capacity on every episode of this until he hears about it. Ugh. Even yeah. if it's just a minute or two. We'll ask every guest, what do you think about Andrew WK? Yeah, well, there's no way you and I should plug anything after this because it's, it's not as good. Yeah, it's just got to be all three of us. Are yeah, just... you're going to do some stupid coffee press garbage when yeah, I yeah, tell yeah. you a place to buy unique sneakers. It's not, yeah. he's not, it's not as good. Because he's, he's moving so far past anything material. Yeah. Yeah. He's he... immaterial. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? He's creating vibes and energy and moments. Hashtag moments. Yeah. He's a moment creator. I, by the way, I want to talk. To, I, Party think, I think as a as a people, we're over recording things. It's weird to say while we're recording a podcast, but we're yeah. over documenting things. Like I last two nights hosted shows where Dave Chappelle had popped in and done stand up comedy, mm-hmm. and I saw him like more than once and be like, "Please don't YouTube this, sir." Very nice. He did it very nice, and I thought to myself, like, you know what? Just let things be a moment. You saw Dave Chappelle. Don't you? What are you gonna do with the YouTube? Post it. You, you can't even it. talk to your friends about it. Oh, yeah. how was it? You just go, I saw Dave Chappelle. Do you record it? Yeah, it's on the internet. I'll see you just later. Just let it live. Yeah. Let it be just there. Let's let, as a people, let's let things just start existing only in their moment. I don't I I I agree somewhat. If I'm if I'm at a Dave Chappelle show or yeah. Dave Chappelle shows up at the comedy store. Right. Yeah, this is a special moment, man. Right. Let me just be here experience this on an Right. In this moment. Right. I'm mm-hmm. into that. Mm-hmm. My daughter performed in Oklahoma recently. Uh-huh. Um, there were no parts given out. She's three years old. But, right. you know, her and the rest of the gang. Right. They sang songs. Okay. And I had a moment whether, uh, with a decision to make in that moment, whether I was going to film this on my phone or if I was going to experience it. Right. As it was happening. And forget, like, not view, not view this moment through my phone. Right. I decided to film it. Right. And I put the camera in a good position where I knew we were steady. I knew I was on her. So I wasn't like looking through the camera at one point. You right. Know, it was like I was, we were making eye contact. And she right. was doing her thing. And by the way, she fucking crushed. Killed it. Well, she's from a performance family. Well, a lot she, of just talent. Nailed, she just nailed it. Your wife was cast she as Annie. Your wife was cast as Annie. But I will say this. I am 
so happy that, you that I have those videos. Right. I've watched each one of them so many times. Right. <laughs> and they make me laugh every time that I watch them. And then I like, you know, I like to show other people them. And, um, but it brings up an interesting, I, I, it's an interesting point. I, uh, I see both sides of it. We don't live in the moment as much because we're too busy documenting the moment. I mean, I feel like, especially like on a TV set, there's probably all kinds of bits between but what you. If it is, but what if it's like, in this moment, I'm realizing that this is a moment that I'm going to want to record? Yeah. I feel like that's for evidence, like crime. Okay, if you see someone committing a crime or someone's taking, like you get a boob, someone's like taking off their pants. And you're like, oh shit, this dude's getting naked. <laughs> Other than that, just like, just I don't know. I, I don't think it's. Yeah, most everything. things don't. You don't. Yeah, most things don't need to be documented in picture or video form. Especially when it you eliminates see a guy, so many like, conversations you can have with people. Yeah. Where it's like, oh, hey, did you hear about that? I saw it on your Instagram. I saw you tweet about it. I saw the video. I saw yeah. this. Then you're not talking about anything anymore. What happened to verbal history? And and then you don't you don't process what you saw. You just go, I got that picture of it. Let's move on to the next. Here's thing. what I love. Like, I found myself on planes or or in like a waiting like some point where I'm like waiting for something. Mm-hmm. And rather than like oh let me surf the net, you go through some memories. I'll go through my pictures, and then all of a sudden I have all these videos. Especially like you know if I'm traveling for work and I'm away from the family. For I have a few two years. videos on my phone. One is of my dog Mr. Willis rolling around on his on his back, which is a real adorable moment. And then the other is of uh, uh, Moynihan's character of Drunk Uncle from SNL from Weekend Updates. My favorite one. Is it the one with English? No, it's the one for it's New Year's Eve. Yeah. And the, my favorite joke is he's like, want to know my New Year's resolution? And Seth goes, please, please tell us your New Year's resolution. He goes, I'm going to watch the damn Vikings game, and that's final, Gloria. <laughs> 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 and if you don't like it, you can, you can, you can go to www.isthisstillamerica.questionmark.noitisn.immigrants. <laughs> and every once in a while when I get in a dark place I watch that and it gives me a real pair of giggle pants And I feel better Can Let's I say it. something else that I've recently watched from SNL Over and over and over again Which has made me cry on occasion Okay Fred Armisen's Goodbye on that show I haven't seen it I haven't seen it either. Oh yeah. my word It's like real weird right it's su- it's not I like like people didn't know I heard they're like is this a goodbye what's yeah. going on right now he he created that character like Johnny Rotten yeah it's the um, British punk rocker yeah and he just wrote this like really beautiful song performed it with Hater Sudeikis yeah Karen Killen and then like Amy Mann I think came out and yeah um, that Fred Armisen is an abstract thinker man dude yeah he's he, on his own program he. Hits this song in such a way, it crush it crushes you. Yeah, it's beautiful. It really, it's one of the most beautiful things. It's one of the, it's one of my, I think, top five moments ever on SNL. And really, I, and that was the theme of my bar mitzvah. <laughs> <laughs> what a nice callback. I've watched that. I've watched that thing so many times, and each time been like, oh, God, it's really going. I like to end every episode with genuine emotion, and I think we did that. I think we did. You want to come back and be on our show whenever you feel like it. You want to consider yourself a co-host? 
I, I want to be one of those like like a guest co-host. Like 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 where where you guys jokingly will say, "Ugh," and Max is here. Like, oh great, yeah, look yeah, who's yeah. knocking on the door. Yeah, <laughs> but, re- but really, like, like Richard Simmons on David Letterman. Yeah, where he's like, "Yeah, okay, yeah, go not ahead. this again." And he's yeah. like, "David." Yeah, yeah, no, seriously. Okay. Well, you know where oh, I live, and you know I'm always. There's so much more to talk about. Yeah, we can get into. I mean, I feel like your life now has experiences in it. Can we we, can we leave it at this, and then we'll pick it up next time he comes back? Okay. About Max's uh, former career as a stand-up comedian. Oh yeah, we'll get in that next time. Yeah, yeah we'll do that next time. Yeah. But it happened. It happened. It was it was it was a moment. I'm also that ready. may or may not have been documented. Yeah. I am also. It was a moment like the 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 uh, the massacre at Mulai. Uh, <laughs> I'm really willing to revisit that <laughs> career too. Oh, yeah. That would be cool. Okay, we'll do that. That'll be next time. Okay. Thanks for coming, dude. Thanks for coming. It was, it was awesome. A blast. It was fun, right? <laughs> see, talking is fun. We will see you next time on Occasionally Awesome.